fantastic. My first guests are the Jeromes. I have Art, Bill, and Hunter here, and Art, Arthur, uh, their son, Art's son, Bill's brother is is on the line, uh, but that's uh, this is a and I've I've interviewed Bill before, and I'm glad that he's back with his father and with his son. This is a story of a, uh, a family business. We know that there's so many family businesses around. We have uh, the, the agricultural industry gives us family succession and businesses. We have so many in Dickinson. Uh, Jerome Distributing is one of them. This is a story that dates all the way back to the Prohibition uh, era, the Prohibition era, 1920 to 1933. And we have three generations of the Jerome family with us to share how how Jerome Distributing began in Bismarck and how Dickinson got its start, where it's been, where it's heading. And I want to say first, good morning to the father of it all, Mr. Jerome Art. Good morning to you. Morning. Great to have you on Real Presence Live. Thank you so much. Nice to be here. You look good sitting outside. Beautiful summer morning. <laughs> Proud of my family. They've done a good job. Got a smile on your face. A lot That's- of a lot of beer uh, being consumed during these hot days. Oh, no, I used to. I used no, to do a lot of that. Not, not slow you, down a bit. Not, not, not you, but all your consumers. <laughs> Let's begin how this story began. Uh, Jerome Distributing. Where did it all begin, Art? It all began in Devil's Lake, North Dakota. My, uh, <clears throat> my grandmother and grandfather moved into Devil's Lake and uh, started a candy business and a malt business. And... Uh, and they had beer at the time, but then prohibition hit, and uh, with that taken away, it was tough to make to make it, you know. So my grandmother was from Crookston, Minnesota, and she actually got into the to the uh, the tin business. She was had alcohol tins, and uh, and they used to drive from Devil's Lake up into almost into Canada and back down into Crookston and bring their stuff home. They had trucks that were hijacked, just like the real days. Uh, and then my uh, my grandfather died, and uh, Grandma had to run the show herself, and she brought Dad home from college and sent him to pop school, and they had the Coke franchise for a while. While he was there, they took that and sold it because she made good money on it, and Dad was disappointed, but eventually they got back into the beer business, got into Grain Belt, and, uh, and it went from there, and it's, it's growing and growing and growing, and we, we actually bought our business in 1970 down in Hedinger, North Dakota. Moved to Dickinson in 1980, and uh, and from there uh, I got to know some of the wholesalers around the state. And when uh, when Bismarck came about, I talked to Tom Propes, the owner, and I said, if it ever comes that we might be able to purchase that, we'd sure like to. I was out of the business by then, and Arthur and Bill were in it, and. Uh, my gosh, if we didn't do it, so that's where we stand today. So you can. It's quite a story. Great grandma uh, running alcohol from Canada and moving into beer distributing. By the way, the Prohibition era. I mean, remember, I don't, I, it's, maybe it's hard to imagine, but we we had an amendment to our constitution to prohibit alcohol beginning in 1920, and then that's the 18th amendment. And in 1933, we have the 21st amendment. Remember, there are 27 amendments. Just for your trivia, all of our listeners, I always say that the drinking age is 21 because it's the 21st Amendment, which lifted the ban on alcohol. That's not true, but that's how I remember it anyway. Uh, Bill, let's get to you. Uh, You were uh, a guest recently, and we we wanted you to come back uh, with your family. And uh, and you you have your son, uh, a hunter, beside you. And it, 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 
a business is not just a, a, a livelihood where we make means for our living, but but it's also a, a, a work is really a, a part of who we are, and and to have your your son uh, with working with you and in years to succeed you, um, what does that all mean to you? That's really a beautiful story. Yeah. Um, so. Obviously, Hunter's uh, right next to me, and it's beautiful uh, that he he was in focus um, with uh, the Catholic base, and having him being able to come back and run the business or be able to start running the business is my brother and I, which is family, uh, and to have him, Arthur's boy is uh, working during the summer. He's going to college as well, but Hunter's back. Uh, full, fully staffed now. We're, he's over in Bismarck helping out uh, Arthur over there. And yeah, it's just it is a beautiful sign from God that uh, you know you do right by him, and he does right by us. And he's uh, he's sent Hunter back to me to uh, help take over and uh, go on with uh, the family tradition. I'm fourth generation. Hunter's fifth generation, and my dad's third generation. So you know. God only knows what uh, what will come in the future of this drum stream. Just to reorient everyone with our Jerome, sitting next to me is Art, uh, the, the father. I call him Mr. Jerome. He said I could call him that once. So so there's Art, okay? Art, Art had, uh, has a son, Bill, here with me, and Arthur is Bill's brother. Correct. Yep. Who's on the line in Bismarck. So we're, we're talking about Art. We're talking about Arthur. Uh, so our, our Arthur is the son. Uh, we're going to refer to him as Art, Mr. Jerome, and then Hunter. So, Bill, wh- where do you come into this story? So, I would say um, a way back when a uh, Schlitz load tipped over, and I think I was about eight. Uh, and we end up, uh, he ended up bringing me in. I think it was 25 cents an hour. We fixed, uh, I don't know. He's over 40. Yeah, 42,000 cans, I think it was. And I uh, had to feel everyone, put them back in six packs. So I think I started at eight. And uh, now I am uh, a little over 50 and uh, really enjoying the business. Um, I have also have my wonderful daughter. Uh, she does a lot of our social media in the business and I've got a uh, soon to be 15 year old uh, son uh, he's uh, working a couple days um, next year you'll be working three days hopefully he's listening and uh, you know it's just one of those things where it's a family-owned business and it's it's just a beautiful thing to have him have people involved I've got we've got uh, Arthur and I have second cousins involved you know we've got actually third cousins involved you know so with uh, with with the dynamics of, you know, it's tough to work for um, a family business. Um, it's always nice to, at the end of the day, have a nice cold beer. And I think that's what somewhat uh, holds us together. <laughs> Hunter, let's get to you. Uh, you're, a, you're a young man. You, uh, before we went on the air, you said you're, you're 25 years of age. And you're, you're getting into the, the family business. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And well, how following in this line of succession, and, and, and so many families can, can relate to this, not just in the distributing uh, business, but whether it's agriculture or, or what have you. Um, how, how, how fortunate do you feel to be, to, be, to be a part of not just work, but work that's been so vital to your family history? Yeah, I feel so fortunate to be able to move back to North Dakota and start back uh, working in the business. It's just, it's a joy to get up and go to work every morning knowing that 
all the people that we see, um, yeah, we get to see them every day, and it's not some large corporation, but everyone we know is from around town that we get to see and, and work with and work alongside, uh, and it's just really a lot of fun. And do we have Arthur on the phone, Brandon? Arthur, good morning to you. Good morning, my friend. Great, great to visit with you again. Uh, you're in Bismarck, uh, I, and I, I visited with you briefly. Uh, you came to help me at St. Joe's in Mandan when I was raising money. I think that's the last time we visited, Arthur. Absolutely. Uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, church in Mandan, and I ended up uh, joining Corpus Christi here in Bismarck. But <laughs> Fantastic. Great community to be so, a part of. How do you see things on your end? We're the, we, I have your family here at the Country Kitchen in, in Dickinson. We wish you were here. It's great to have you uh, live on, on the phone with us. Uh, the family business, what impression has that made on, on you? Well, for me, it's, uh, it was an opportunity after oh, some interference there. But there some Still there? Let's clean. Yep, I think we have you. Good, good. Uh, for me personally, it was an opportunity after college and working in Minneapolis to come home and uh, join my brother and my dad. And at that time, my dad's brother Mike was in Dickinson. He's, his family has moved down to Pier and Mulbridge, but I was just blessed to have the opportunity to come back. And when Dad asked me, I didn't even I didn't even think about not. I I thought about being with family and being around this. Western North Dakota that I grew up and I was born in Hattinger, so I was I just love it. So the opportunity to come back and be part of our family and be around family is it I, I can't describe it. It's immeasurable. Wonderful. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. This is Real Presence Live. We are on the road from Country Kitchen and Dickinson. Thank you for listening. We appreciate all of our all of our listeners, all of our supporters, you all make Real Presence Radio possible. And I'm visiting here with, with the Jeromes. We're, we're, we're not talking so much about beer distributing as, as what this family business means and, and how it leads them in, in, in their lives. Art, I want to go back to you as, as the father. Um, you are all uh, practicing Catholics. You, you live uh, Christ-centered lives of faith. Uh, how how has uh, having a Christ-centered life um, carried you along this journey in, in your in your life? Well, from from the time I was probably eight years old, we lived a block and a half from the church. So Mike and I were kind of the permanent. We were always serving mass, and my grandmother and grandfather were there every morning, and my aunt and uncle were there every morning. Dad had a business to run; he wasn't there. And mom had eight kids at home, so she couldn't be there. But it meant a lot as a family. We. Uh, we tried to make Mass every Sunday together. Sometimes during hunting we didn't make that, but well, normally we, we filled up a full pew, that's for sure. There were, with the mom and dad, there were, there were ten of us. Billy wasn't around anymore, so. But uh, it's meant a lot to me and to watch my children uh, continue on and have their ch- children at Mass. It means a lot also. And my wife is very spiritual and she keeps me going. She keeps you going. And Bill, you serve uh, on the Trinity Catholic Schools uh, board. Yes. You're, you're a board of director. You're a director for Trinity Catholic Schools here. You are the representative of the parish of Queen of Peace. 
and uh, you you uh, you're, you're active in 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 that way as well. And and your faith journey has been maybe a little different. Uh, <coughs> we we talked about how you uh, kind of had a resurgence of your faith at one point in your life, like we all do. Correct. And yep. and uh, t- tell us about your your Christ centered life, your faith journey, and. You know, now you're a school board member. Well, a little bit, you know. And I, I also uh, was a um, early on heavy, heavy into the faith. Uh, when I did go off to college, you know, uh, like many people, uh, lost the faith a little bit. Came back um, to Dickinson to kind of uh, start helping out with the business and seeing my mom and dad going back to church and uh, them kind of giving, hey, oh, by the way, you know, there's one reason why we're on this earth. And from there, um, married a beautiful wife, had three wonderful children, been blessed, and going now going forward, I mean, I've, I truly look back at it as it is a journey, and with the journey, there's ups and downs, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, God always looks out for us, and uh, the love that He shows us uh, is amazing, and we just we're just blessed every day. So it's just like pay it forward, pay it backwards. So truly blessed uh, being a Catholic and uh, having such a wonderful uh, family life and family business. And that that's an example for all of us. You know, our our faith has its ups and it has its downs, and you had something to fall back on. And and, and I think we, we all need to remember that wherever we are in our life, uh, we, we can always come back to our faith and we can always improve it in that way. I'm visiting here with the Jeromes. I have Art Bill Hunter here. I have Arthur on the phone, and we're talking about their family business. Uh, it's a great uh, incentive for us to, to work as families and to appreciate how our work not just sustains us but can be passed on. Art, I want to turn to you. I said you're the, you're the wisest man on this block right now. Do you have any advice? Art Jerome, for those listening who 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 own their own business or who may want to go into business. Well, my advice is uh, owning your own business can be a proud thing, um, and having a family that can follow behind you makes you much more proud. And I can't be more proud of my sons and my grandson and what they've done with the business from uh, when they stepped in behind me. Uh, I believe that uh, having faith uh, has helped me immensely. Because uh, you have something to fall back on, especially when you're home at night wondering how the heck the next day you're going to get things, going to get things paid for, and so. But anyway, uh, yeah, having your own business is a great way to go. I know sometimes it's difficult to get financing, but if you work at it, I know you can get it done. Because my brother and I sure did. So. And for those who may be afraid, are to to live out their faith as a business owner. For those who may be hesitant to live out their faith as a business owner, what do you have to say to them? Well, we've had times when, you know, we were down to three people working. And I'll tell you what, uh, looking to God, praying to Him that He would help us has really helped me. And I know it can help you. And, and you just have to, you know, you just have to keep faith in your heart and, and keep Mass in your heart and, and follow the way you're supposed to. My parents taught me that. My grandparents taught me that. My dad really taught me that more than more way than one. So it's uh, and my I'm glad my sons are doing that now. So Hunter is the youngest one here in this interview at 25 years of age. What impression has that been on you? I mean, you've been you've been given a lot as a young man. 
I mean, look at you. Uh, actually, we've all been given so much in our lives if we just look around. But what has this meant to you? It's it's really meant a lot to me. It's always something uh, since I started working out there. I think the, I was 12 when I first started out there. And to be honest, I, I couldn't stand it because I had to get up at 5.30 and go to work at 6. But there after the go. first couple of years, it's just... Yeah, the blessing that it is to, to be with the people that we work with or the people that we meet in the market. Um, knowing that, yeah, you don't know what the next day is going to bring or anything can really happen uh, has been just a great gift because there's so, so many great people that have helped uh, help drum distributing to be what it is and, yeah, to help take care of each other. Bill, I got a question for you. There, there's a lot of uh, brewing going on, a lot of craft beer uh, being developed, and I, I really enjoy different craft beers when I travel to different parts of the United States for meetings or what have you. I, I like to taste some, some local craft beer. Uh, if, if, a, if I want to brew beer and I want to sell beer... How, what are the laws for that in North Dakota? I can't, I don't know what that movie was where these guys were just, you know, op opening up their garage and selling beer. I, I know that that's, you got to probably kind of sneak around with that. But if I want to go on the market with my local brew, how do I do it? Well, it's a process. I mean, you got, obviously you have to go through the state and there's some federal regulations that you have to uh, uh, go through. Um which is a beautiful thing. We are, did just get a uh, brewer and a brewery in town uh, the, with the fat fish. And uh, I would say, um, you know, being in the wholesale business, I know the wholesale business back and forth. But if you really want to know how to get into it, because uh, they've just done it, uh, get go down to the fat fish brewery and try one of their uh, succulent beers. And uh, they will uh, let you know and then uh, invite me along and uh, I'll have one with you. They, they brew that right uh, right on uh, right on site. Right on yep. site. So. It's the only brewery we have in Dickinson now. Correct. We used yep. to have the rattle the, the rattlesnake. rattlesnake. Yep. yep. And then uh, that one went south. Uh, but right now, uh, with uh, the Fatfish Brewery, it's 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 an incredible place, uh, perfect for uh, family gatherings or employee gatherings or or, or whatever. But uh, yeah, great people to work with down there. So fantastic, Arthur. Are you still with us in Bismarck? I sure am. Sure am. How many breweries in Bismarck would you guess by now, Bismarck Mandan? Uh, I believe we're up to eight. Eight, eight in the market so far, and. We represent two of them, and you have to go through uh, state law in North Dakota. Read that you have to to distribute it. You can distribute on site and as a as a brew house, and as a brewery, you have to go through a wholesaler, which means you have to contact a business like Drone Distributing and set up a contract in territories, and it's all. Uh -huh. It's all covered underneath the North Dakota Century Code, which is sure. very lengthy, but it explains sure. everything. So, sure. Uh, my last question: We got about a minute to go here, Bill. What does the future look like for uh, your business? I think it's great. You know, um, we've got super, super employees right now, uh, from our management all the way uh, down to uh, the kids that we have working for us for the summer. Um, 
You know, uh, we've got two beautiful uh, establishments, uh, one here in uh, Dickinson, one in Bismarck. You know, we've got some brilliant, uh, hopefully brilliant kids coming into the uh, business uh, here within the next five, ten years. And I really think uh, there's room for growth. You know, we've got I've got three kids. Arthur has five kids. So we've got eight kids um, that may go into the business. They may not. I mean, if a, if a, a distributorship opens up, uh, we're definitely right now. Uh, solid in the market to uh, maybe take a look at it and maybe expand our uh, our business. So. I want to thank all the Jerome's Art, Bill Hunter, Arthur on the phone. Thank you very much. Thank you for your support of Real Presence Radio. And thank you for being witnesses of the Catholic faith and, and coming out today, okay? God bless hey, all of you. Good. 